welcome to the show. Welcome back, everyone. For those who are just joining us, this is The Project of You, a podcast between a mother and daughter where mm-hmm. one of us is an esteemed psychotherapist and best-selling author, and one of us is just here to learn and ask questions. I'll let you guess which is which. <laughs> well, of course, and you are just amazing, oh, Natasha. Thank you. And I'm saying this now, and I'm going to uh, hold you accountable mm-hmm. in front of all our Everyone, listeners. yes. That you are going to be a bestseller author one day soon. Thank because you. Because I know how what an amazing writer you are. Thank you. And as always, this podcast isn't a diagnosis or a proper therapy session. You can get that on our website, www.theprojectview.com.au. This is just a free resource for you to give you some tools uh, so you can navigate your life's journey. And I'm very excited for this episode. It's a bit longer, so mm-hmm. grab a glass of wine or a cup of tea because we are talking about everyone's favorite topic, narcissism. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I recently watched this amazing interview with this psychologist and she mm. said something that absolutely just amazed me. Yeah. She said that people often imagine narcissists as this obsessed with themselves in love with themselves ultra proud individuals but narcissism is actually the most shame-based disorder absolutely exactly and they actually would you believe it or not they don't love themselves they hate themselves they love this like persona that they made up for themselves yeah not themselves Mm. they feel weak Mm. That's why they loathe, I can't say that Loathe, loathe, weakness and vulnerability in others. Yes. Oh my God. Anytime I've met a narcissist, at some point they say, I hate weakness. Yes. Well, because it reminds them of the part of themselves that they are hiding from. They don't like that part of themselves. Mm. That's why every person does have some level of narcissism in them, like you and me and people around us. We might exhibit a few of the traits, but in this context, today we are talking about the clinical diagnosis of narcissistic disorder, which is all about shame disguised as pride. And that just clicks for me because... I remember when I was a child, I was watching this TV show and there was this line in it that I really, really love. And the character said that pride is not the opposite of shame, but Mm. it's source, Mm -hmm. which is very fascinating because often we imagine pride and shame as opposites, Mm. but they're not opposites. No, they're two horns on the same goat. Yes, they are complementary. The opposite of shame is humility and the opposite of the pride is humility. Mm. And so humility is the antidote to narcissism. Well, how do you introduce that antidote to someone who's suffering with Mm. narcissistic disorder? Well, first, you have to understand what caused this disorder to begin in this person. And when I say understand, I'm not asking you to forgive them or fix them either. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't assume that we are implying that it is your duty to heal someone or fix someone it isn't Mm. and you cannot even if you wanted to yeah narcissism is a complex disorder clinical narcissism 
is a complex disorder caused by complex trauma. And this episode isn't about teaching you how to help them. It's teaching you how to help you. Yeah. In a perfect world, this episode would be 20 seconds long. I would tell you to just cut that person off and never see them again. And you have every rights if you, um, yeah. if you are in a relationship that is poisonous to you, if it's abusive to you, you have every rights to pack up and leave and lose that person's number. But if you don't want to, to do that, or if you cannot, because realistically, sometimes we can't. Sometimes yeah. the person that narcissistic in our lives is our own child or our yeah. own elderly mother who's sick. And if you can't just get up and leave, that's okay. It's realistic. That is life. And this podcast is about giving you the tools to manage that relationship. I love that you said that because I feel like often you log online and you see people say, you should just cut your grandma off because mm. she doesn't respect boundaries. Well, my therapist says cut everyone cut off. Cut everyone off. But that's not realistic for yeah. a lot of people. It's not realistic in our culture. It's not realistic mm. in a lot of cultures. So this is for people who are locked in with someone that is suffering from something like narcissism, whether that is a spouse, whether that's a family member, mm. or it's just someone that you don't wish to disengage from. Exactly. So usually if you go to the childhood of someone who suffers from clinical narcissism, mm. it's not sunshine and rainbows. It's not what some people imagine that this child was so loved and so spoiled and now they expect everyone to worship them. It's the opposite, actually. They've been starved of love. Wow. Rarely do you see parents that expressed enough healthy love and enough healthy boundaries and mm. attention to that child. And more importantly, what you will probably find is for that child, their parents or caregiver would often shame them severely mm. if they made mistakes there was an avalanche of shame and if they didn't make mistakes sometimes that parents might just say you are nothing you're not good enough you're mm. not going to be anything that's our lot in life we are nobodies yeah it's this generational trauma sometimes. Yeah. Their parents did it to them and they passed that shame down to their children. Yeah, yeah. Often those children felt that they were barely acknowledged for their achievements and then particularly disowned and abandoned for even a small mistake. But at least when they achieved something, mm. they could get a little bit of that love and attention and pride that they crave so badly maybe not from their parents but from others yeah they learn like okay well then i'm gonna be perfect physically i need to be the most attractive mentally mm. the most intelligent it's like this massive overcompensation mm -hmm. and if they can't achieve that they will lie about it mm. to themselves and to you. Have you noticed that oh, with yeah. narcissists? Yeah, yeah. They'll lie and be like, yeah, I did this and I did that. And it's 
not true at all mm -hmm. but they've deluded themselves into believing it if you hook them up to a lie detector mm -hmm. they'd pass because yes. that's the only way they can look at themselves mm. and not feel ashamed yes yes so it's like they create this human suit that they wear because they've been taught to think who they actually are is so shameful yeah they meticulously design this exterior shell to be glamorous and dazzling and perfect and lovable and on that on this on that inside that shell mm. they are this very sad very wounded empty person so it's it's literally an empty shell mm. that has been disguise like yeah. it's been designed mm. to pretend they are something else that they they not yeah that's so sad and that's all down to childhood yeah so that's usually the root of most of our trauma usually what you find is a child that was under constant scrutiny maybe they believe they had to be perfect and amazing in order to be loved Maybe they believe that if they didn't stand out, if they were just ordinary, or if they made a mistake, that they were going to be met with some more shame and more abandonment. Yeah. And you're a child. Like, of course, you'll do something wrong or break something. You know? Oh, yes. Or don't understand something. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be uh, in that stage. Yes. And for these kids... They were usually punished quite severely for that. And whether that involves abuse or putting them down verbally, like you are so useless, you are stupid, you're mm. an idiot, why can't you listen, this is why you're never going to be anything, or even worse than that, which sometimes we don't even identify it as abuse, is the silent treatment yeah. that some parents give to the children or some partner gives it to the partner. Like they're so ashamed of you, yes. disappointed. Yes, yeah. they don't even want to look at you or talk to you. Yeah, Not even acknowledging that child sometimes for days at a time. My God, the abandonment and shame that these children feel has lasting effects. Yeah. I think for women, like narcissistic women that I've met, like I had this childhood friend, mm. uh, let's call her Sarah, mm. and we were kids, 15, 16, and she was probably one of the vainest mm. girls I had ever met at that point. Her phone background was a picture of her own wow. face, okay, mm. with 10 filters on it. Mm. She was always in the most you know, over-the-top, fashionable outfits with a full face of makeup. And she was mm. constantly taking pictures mm. of herself. Also designing that shell talking, that talking yeah, She's about. designing the yeah. shell. She's always talking about herself. And she was also one of the most body-shamed mm. girls I've met. Her mom, mm. God, it's hard even talking about this. Her yeah. mom would walk into the room while we were laughing and hanging out and being kids, right? Mm. Those moments where she would forget herself and just be a child again yeah, yeah and her mom would walk in unprompted and be like hi you guys having fun good mm. good sarah you're not eating too much are you look at nusha look at how skinny she is mm. look at how pretty she is mm. okay well bye have fun mm. I, I remember when you were yeah i was i would yeah. get in the car afterwards and i would tell you and 
my God, I could see the effect mm. that this would have in real time. Mm. And mm. she did this every time. She would body shame. Mm. And she would fat shame her. Mm. It was constant. Mm. And I think seeing that, seeing the polarity of that, it helped me realize quite early mm. that the people who are very, very vain, very self-obsessed, egotistical, narcissistic, they hated themselves mm. and they were taught to as children yes. by their parents yes exactly for that child it was traumatic and that's why we need to understand that not all trauma are equal something that was traumatic to me might not be traumatic to you you can be listening and think well my mom said those things to me but it didn't turn out like that and that's wonderful but for that child, it impacted them severely. Yeah, they develop a personality disorder because of because it. Because of it, that's mm. true. And so this is why often with narcissists, one of the things that you see is an absolute aversion to criticism. Yes, sir. Yes. Totally. What, what yeah. is that? Why is that? Well, it's accountability. And this goes back to the fact that when they were children... If they did so something wrong and sometimes they were breaking an invisible rules that never been communicated with yeah. them, what I call a boundary that has not been communicated, a rule that was not explained to them. So it's this impossible standard that sets them up for failure. Yeah. And what usually followed was a very traumatic series of punishment, whether they were mm. physical punishments, psychological, emotional, whatever it was, they were met with shame and cruelty. And so as adult, these individuals have understood that if they are being criticized or held accountable for something, that they are going to be attacked or punished from somewhere and it's this yeah. is the wounded child mentality. And so they have learned how to absolutely dodge accountability. You've seen those oh, people yeah, they'll you. A narcissist will never be like, yes. I'm sorry, it was my fault. Yes, because what they learned, if they can dodge the accountability, then they can dodge the punishment. Yeah. And they might be standing there in a relationship with the narcissist and you don't have these traumas. So when you are just talking to this person and saying, hey, I thought I ask you, this is like a very simple example. You yeah. can say, hey, I might ask you to pick up soap from the store. You forgot. I feel like you don't listen to me. Yeah. Just a just small criticism. That. Yeah. That is such a small thing. And you expect them to yeah, say... Yeah, like I expect them to be like, oh yeah. my God, I'm sorry. Oh, I totally forgot. Yes. That's my bad. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they just might apologize. just apologize. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But to them, they have this massive reaction to it. Yeah. Because for them, the alarm bells goes off. I'm about to yeah. be punished. I'm, about, I'm being attacked. Exactly. Yeah. And once those sirens are blasting in someone's head, they can't even hear you anymore. Yeah. So don't even try. Wow. They are in this panic mode. They are in evacuation mode. They go into full 
defense. And sometimes they do this so elegantly. Like they mm. don't look like they're panicking externally. They have a very cool exterior. Yeah. So you might not see it and be like, oh, they're feeling attacked. But they, but that's what's happening internally. Mm. They've just learned they how to learned hide it. that yeah. from a very early age. Yeah. They have to protect themselves in ways that they couldn't when they were a child. And they will do anything to not be taken back to that place of punishment and powerlessness and, and shame. shame. Yeah. So the defenses come up. And when defenses doesn't work, they go to offense. This, mm. is, this is the part that I want you to listen carefully. This is the next stage of self-protection for them. They need to attack you. Anything they can do to get you to disengage because they are in full triggered PTSD mode at this point. And that's something that we need to understand with narcissists. Yeah. Wow. And I, I agree. Like, I feel like they're often quite vilified in society and vilified on social media and understandably so. Mm -hmm. Anyone who has had to experience any form of relationship with a narcissist usually ends up feeling very abused, Absolutely. very gaslit, very yeah. manipulated. Mm -hmm. So I get it. But this is helpful because at the end of the day, these people are suffering from a disorder. Absolutely. Which they probably don't even know. They don't even themselves. know it. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the more we can understand their behavior and why they do what they do, the less we will be impacted, the less we will be hurt, the less personally we will take it and f uh, and for the the more chances we have at actually helping these people of actually creating an environment for them to heal and it's not your responsibility to create that environment by the way yeah your responsibility is your own safety so this is where people are going wrong they think it is I have to, my yeah. job. Yeah. I need to sacrifice my life because this person, this person being hurt. No, yeah. it's not your job. It's not your responsibility. Yeah. Your safety is your responsibility. Your well-being is your responsibility. This is just for you to give that a little bit of a deeper level of understanding that why this thing is yeah. happening to you and yeah, in, in that relationship. Life. Yeah. So that you don't actually, because when you do, criticize mm. a narcissist even something small even hey when you said that it, it hurt my feelings mm. and they they attack you and they can say some very cruel things mm. and this is just to help you understand don't take any of that in mm. it's not you mm. this is not your fault this is not because that there's something wrong with you and that's that's what they will try and have you believe mm. and and remember that we all do have some trigger points as well yeah we all do have some pain point as well of course of so course. getting involved with but them. don't but don't believe them don't believe what they say mm. that's not them speaking that's the disease and this reminds me of how and this was recent really like the last 10 to 20 years we've begun to acknowledge addiction as a disease hmm. and start actually trying to understand and help people with it as simple as social media yeah. addiction so this has now become yeah, but even, you know, drug and alcohol addiction, I feel like was very shunned mm. in society for a very long time. And it's hurt a lot of people. Mm. A lot of children had parents who were alcoholic and, you know, 
sometimes when those people are suffering from that disease, they say things and do things mm. that can really hurt you. Mm. And I think now, the more we can acknowledge, hey, that's the disease talking. Mm. We don't internalize those things anymore. Mm. We mm. go, that's the disease talking. Mm. You need some help. Yes. And that's an incredible boundary mm. you can put in place to manage that relationship. Mm. And this is the role of a therapist. Yeah, Our job is to help people to empathize and understand even with themselves yeah empathize with themselves with their disorder with their behavior yeah why they behave in a way they they behave so start creating having that empathy for themselves yeah you know the self-love the self-compassion that i always talk about is going to help them to understand well, okay, so how do you apply this into a relationship you might have with a narcissist practically? Like, what mm. are some tips on how you can create a better environment, not only for them, but for you? Okay, so the bad news is if you are hoping to somehow get through to a narcissist, you cannot. Mm. You cannot fix them. You cannot reason with them. It's not your job. And it's not in your power. What you can do is create ways to protect yourself and your mental well-being. So you need to create distance. If you can't do it physically... Yeah, like if you can't leave. Yes, exactly. Then you have to create mental and emotional distance internally. You do this by understanding and empathizing. And when you do that, you can manage your expectations so you don't expect them anymore to be there for you because yeah they're not capable Capable, yeah exactly this is the metaphor i i uh, of trying to save a drowning scorpion yeah you probably heard that Mm. your empathy tells you to help them but when you reach in and get too close you get bitten it's not that the scorpion is evil it's just it's nature it's defending itself. It's how they are. They feel threatened. Yeah. They feel like there's danger. They don't understand that you're they trying to help. They don't understand. Yeah. They feel like it's danger. They need to protect mm. themselves. So they, they beat you. And it will happen again and again. Yeah. So do not get too close emotionally. Maintain that understanding in your mind that this person has a disorder yeah this is how their mind is wired they have been conditioned like that due to trauma and unless they commit to some serious trauma recovery and therapy that's not going to be magically changed anytime soon and it is more difficult with people that suffer from narcissistic disorder because they cannot even see the flaws they yeah. cannot see that that's they the need. tricky that's the hard thing this about is, it that's why i'm saying Mm. forget it you cannot help them that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people i yes of course and the more empathetic you are the more you will want to reach out and help and it's funny that narcissists never go for other narcissists yeah they deliberately attach themselves to very empathic loving forgiving people because that's what they crave more than anything else. Wow. Love and empathy. Wow. It's so sad when you think about it like that. It is but sad. But for me, it, it's so helpful because 
I, myself, so many people I know have a narcissist in their life. It could be their mom or their dad or just someone that they're entangled with very mm. deeply. And I think that there's a lot of anger and there's and a that, lot of... that person also could be themselves. It could be, yeah. That person yeah. could be also be themselves. Yeah, you might be listening to this and be like, oh my God, this, this sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I feel like conversations like this mm. kind of soothe that anger a little bit because often I'm like, why you know why were you treating me that mm. way so this is kind of giving me that answer because mm. you're not going to get that answer mm. from a narcissist so i'm going to invite you to instead of asking yourself why mm. they're treating me like that change the why to how i can protect myself from yeah. not being treated like this way. that yeah change the question yeah because by changing the question you can get a different total different answer yeah so it's for you your job your role if you're listening to the podcast is to help yourself, yourself. yeah uh, make your mental health priority yeah because at the end of the day if you're not well you cannot help no. anyone else no so help yourself take care of yourself distance yourself yeah. from narcissistic yeah. in your in your life even if they are your mother, unfortunately, yeah. know that there is no way that no. you can help them. No. Take yourself away. Take your children away. And if you can't do it physically, do it mentally. Do it emotionally. Do it internally. Yes. Create those boundaries. Connect with them in, in surface. Yeah. So stop having expectation from them. Because yeah. it's not going to go anywhere. Except that you're just going to get hurt mm. more and more and more. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's the the Scorpio. If you just keep yeah. keep getting bitten and bitten and bitten, you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna paralyze. They drown you. and you die from poisoning. Exactly. They take you with you. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in. Please, yes. as always, send us any requests that you have for hmm. our next episode. Hmm. And plus, also be aware of. We understand this episode could have been bringing up some emotion for you, yeah, and triggered some memory for you. Please look uh, after yourself, extra care, and reach out. Uh, I'm available for, um, you know, if you want a private session or if you just want to talk to me for 15 minutes. Uh, reach out to me make that 15 minutes appointment and it's i'm here free. to help <laughs> yes the 15 minutes is free of free course. consultation yes yeah take care of yourself because you worth it yes and we'll see you next time see you next time bye